Blog Talk Radio. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rap top shit. They count me up, but I keep it pushing. I've been a nuisance and that's a fact. Still improving on a daily basis, both in my real life and out on rap. I ain't part of no gang gang, so it's safe for me to leave without my strap. All of y'all on the same thing while well, I'm switching lanes and you can count on that. All white like I'm cocaine, but I get love in any place. I'm gassed up and you on E, so just take a guess on who will win the race. Rappers tagging and posting and they boasting about paper plates. They ain't eating off me of mines, I throw them out like a paper plate. Yeah, I'm fly like a paper plane. I cut lines with no razor blade. I'm sunshine on a rainy day. It's crunch time and you can't relate no. Can't hold me down like Jangle chains And I know deep down I'm gonna taste the face Cause I got me your wife and three kids who look up to me Telling me I cannot change my way hey. So I gotta hey. keep going and keep on pushing to the limit And after that push it some more Hate if you want that ain't stopping me, no. no I'm way too preoccupied copping this dope I'm on a rolling bit off of my dome I ain't been the same since I moved out from home no. My name ain't Terrence but I guarantee that I hustle and flow Cause it's all that I know Y'all think hey. you know that half about the crap But you don't know, oh I tour around the country now my music's round and glow, oh Fuck them if they hating cause they sweeter than a fro But I got the real glam Ain't no fake this lame Niggas hate this Cause I be who I really am Back to high Don't give a fuck Right in your face You ain't got the skill My place secure I'm really still Black Superman Not overkill Sci-fi You low five Stay place high I moon rock But I'm really on the moon Unsealed the burn Radiation beam up Sky universal Take over Die crew with a hundred novas No soldiers All bosses Masked up like a Go running cobra no anesthetics, cancel labor to build credits. Getting quick, they think my cup up COVID metrics. Nah, I collected the dollars and haters and made up my betters. Nobody in vain, you know my location. I'm still at the court of the nurse and I'm waiting. Get him. Don't back talk, go get in that stuff. Looking down when I space walk. You got a hawk, look up to confirm which thought was rain drop. Leave this on your thoughts. Stop on the estimating for your own reputation. We make a move from the country shut down. Blow it as fuck the felonious make it. Ah. Y'all think you know the half about the crap, but you don't know. Oh, I'm around the country, now my music. of the Digital Meet and Greet here on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm one of your hosts, one half of the show, some guy named Jay, Jonathan Coleman, Jay for now on Instagram, and uh, yeah, and I'm going to bring on JT in a minute, 
That song you just heard was from Felonious Funk and A-Game titled Get It and Go. And I played that because it, it, it samples a video game. And I'm going to ask our guest if he, if he recognizes the sample because uh, he's, uh, he's a blurred among many th- well I guess it's safe to call him a blurred I would you, you if, if if he's not one he'll call he'll you know we'll talk to him and say oh no Jay I'm no not that get it right but he but he is a YouTuber he's a blogger he's a I, I I guess say a media proprietor such as myself uh he has if I'm being honest the platform that reviews you know uh movies nerd culture video game stuff, all that. He'll he'll get more into it when we bring him on. He'll tell you all about it. And you can check it out on YouTube. You can check it out on Instagram and his official website. Every he'll he'll give us all the links in a minute. Um but yeah, and I also want to give a shout out to the SEO Queen, Z Scott. Definitely check out the SEO Queen. Go to her website, www.seoqueen.com. And uh she has another event, another conference, another power conference coming up in the summer of 2022. So, uh, yeah, you know, definitely register, get your tickets early so you can get that knowledge and wisdom from the SEO queen herself. All right, let's go ahead and bring on JT, the other half of the show. JT. Yo, yo, what's up, Jay? What is up, man? Busy and meet and greet. We back at it. And we ready for a historic epic night. With a great guest upcoming. We're going to be gaming, YouTube, and talking it up tonight. We're just doing the show. How you doing, Jay? Yeah. Uh, hey, like you said, just doing the show. You know, I'm ready to talk to McKinley. If I'm being honest, we could talk about his platform. I got some... I got some blurred stuff to talk to him and ask him, you know. So, uh, so you ready for it as well? Yeah, I'm ready, man. It's gonna be another show where I'm able to grab some knowledge on, you know, uh, some stuff that you know I'm not really up on the gaming, you know, thing and YouTube and stuff and all the things that my man got going on. Looking forward to um, hearing about, man. So it's gonna be another show to soak in the knowledge. Oh, yes. True indeed. True indeed. Go ahead and bring them on. McKinley. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing well. Just doing a cool. show. Now, now JT, before you grill them like a cop. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being here. Now, uh, before he grills you like a before JT interrogates you like a cop, I wanna I wanna ask you something. <laughs> the song that we played for the intro, the song that we played for the intro, did you recognize the sample? All right, so I did not. I I, I heard you say that it is it's referring to one of the video games. My co-hosts they're actually bigger gamers than I am, um, so they they might have recognized it. Okay, okay. Well, I was just going ahead and reveal what it was. Which, which game is uh, it? It was, yeah. uh, well, they know it. They, they heard it. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm going to ask them, though, when that, I'm going to ask them if they know about it. I'm going to see, I'm going to see how good you are, like how big of a gamer you are when I tell them about what we talked about here, and they're going to probably, you know, they'll test, they'll say, yeah, they'll, they'll let me know. 
Okay, so they're in the, are they in there listening with you? Uh, no, not at the moment. Not at the moment. Everyone's uh, oh, okay. you know trying to handle business stuff. Yeah, like you know, it's a whole factory. You know, putting these things together. So. Ah, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, have have them call in, have them jump on. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's all good though. I'm just going ahead and say what it is. Uh it's Super Metroid. Super Metroid. Okay. That's what they Super Metroid. Okay. Yeah, for the now that, that SNES. Familiar, that sounds that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar though. Yeah. I, I remember that game. The last game I played uh back in the day was Final Fantasy Seven and I beat it. Hmm. And after that I was like, you know what? I'm I think I've accomplished everything I needed to accomplish after beating that game. So I stopped I stopped playing games because I realized it took up so much of my time even as a kid. I was like, I can't. I oh, can't yeah. afford to do this very often. Yeah, I feel you. I I'm 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 busy as well. I got my PR business. I got all kind of things I do aside from that as well, and I don't have time to game like I would like to as well. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm but telling you, just, yeah. Me, me, me and Batman will quick. be solving crimes all day if I if I get on there. Me and Batman will be solving crimes all day. I can't. <laughs> Got a couple kids. I got to watch in a business. Yeah, we'd be, be all bad. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I'm I'm more of a retro gamer. I don't I don't know the new stuff that like that. I, that that the SNES. That's an old school game, of course. Miss Super Metroid. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I feel yeah, like it's a yeah. classic though. Yeah. Right. Oh, but, I, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's no 2K or any of that for me. I, I would get the brakes beat off of me. If I even try, yeah, yeah, can't do that. yeah, yeah. I need a platformer or an RPG or something like that. I need more <laughs> right. of those kinds. Of right. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Let's play cards. How about that? We, we'll play some cards. <laughs> play cards. Yeah, exactly. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, and, and before I hand the mic over, I want to say now. You say you're not really a gamer, gamer, but uh, what nerd? Uh, well, is it safe to say you're a blurred, or that's not the right term for you? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Um, you know, blurred, nerd, all that stuff. It's all cool now, so <laughs> you know we could we could be <laughs> any of those things. Um, I, I will say the one thing about gaming that I do know is I, I'm I'm so much into story that mm-hmm. I, I'll actually watch the stories on some of these games because they're, they're actually pretty good. Um, and not even really be interested in playing the game, but I'll watch, you know, as people go through, they'll have, like, the actual stories that pop up or whatever that goes throughout the game. So I always find that stuff pretty good, pretty uh, interesting, because some of the stories are pretty good, actually. Yeah, like some of the Tales of games, I've seen uh, long plays and just mm-hmm. sat and looked at the dialogue right. and stuff. And I, and I tell you another game, I don't know you got, I don't know if you might be into this, but uh, South Park, uh, what do they call it? The fractured butthole for the Xbox. Have you ever heard of that game? <laughs> I've never heard of it, but I do know it's South Park. And... Yeah, it's the <laughs> South Park, Park video game. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, look, it is so. I, it is. Huh? South Park been on for so long that uh, South Park been on for so long that I remember back in the day, my mother used to tell me, "Nah, we not even supposed to be able to watch that." Like, it's amazing that that's still a thing. To be honest with you, yeah. It is, but the, the the video game is so like the cutscenes are very funny, and I just sit and look, go on YouTube and just watch the cutscenes put together like an episode of the show. <laughs> and, the, and the video game is like right. the show, like it's like you you're not playing like a 
8-bit, like it's it's the actual animation from the show that you're playing when you're playing the game. Got it. Yes. Got it's, it. It's really... Okay. I, I can't I'm play it. I'm to check it I out, cannot, but you know I'm, I'm saying, to get a laugh. Yes, yes, it's worth it. I, I can't play it. It's, it's too hard for me. It's too... I'm not, like I said, I'm not up on the new <laughs> video games, but... Right, I like the, I just don't, don't, yeah, don't, I just like don't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to play Mario or something. Pac-Man. I got to play. Yeah, Pac-Man. Mario Kart. Now you talk about some Mario Kart. <laughs> if y'all want to get on some Mario Kart, I'll do that. I'll get on some Mario Kart. That's timeless. You can always play Mario Kart. I, I'm with mm-hmm. that. We can do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, before I pass the mic to JT, I just want to say, and for anybody that's, uh, that wants to join the discussion, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, just press 1. We'll bring you on. But that's a little after JT's segment. We'll, bring, we'll start bringing on the callers. But I just want to get you all prepared now. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872. And then press one, and we'll bring you on, and you can chop it up with our guest McKinley. Of if I'm being honest, so, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna pass the mic to JT. Oh uh, man, um, and listening to y'all fellas talk, I thought I was doing something playing Legend of Zelda, man. Um, <laughs> That's, man, a That's a classic. That's another classic. That's another classic. Wow! 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 And welcome to the show, um, Kinsley. Uh, great to have you on. I appreciate man. it. Thank you. Um, Thank you. For our digital meet and greet audience that is not familiar, um, give us a little um, background on you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no problem. Um, thank you for that. So, yeah, my name is McKinley. I am one of the hosts of a uh, growing podcast and uh, media kind of proprietary as uh, was saying earlier, uh, if I'm being honest, and basically we are our big mainstay right now is uh, interviewing or not interviewing, but uh, reviewing tentpole movies as they come out weekly um, to give our honest a take on what we see, as opposed to what other uh, mediums how they might grade these different things. Um, we're big on story first. And uh, that's what we're that's what we do right now. So, like I said, we have the podcast, um, and uh, we're you know we're growing that, and that that's like I said, that's the biggest thing. Of course, we're writing our blogs, website, because that's all very important as well. But I'm sure we'll get into that on the business side of things. Um, but that is our mainstay. And uh, man, I just I love movies, um, TV, film, any type of story, any any medium basically that you can tell it in. I am here for it. Uh, I grew up as a, a, I'm an English major, so reading was, of course, a part of the requisite. And um, just grew up reading a lot of books and just really got so involved in just the the concept of storytelling and just really wanted to tell stories. And then as I got older, um, it was like, well, uh, telling stories, but I'm also seeing something that's missing in uh, the telling of stories. Uh, as I was going through classes and learning actually how to create stories and write stories, character development, and all those things. 
So that's really what, if I'm being honest, uh, was birthed on, just the idea of really trying to get back to the idea of what makes a good story a good story. Man, that's dope, man. Uh, I love the insight. It kind of it brings two questions that I had to mind anyway that may be like a little mini synopsis or review. Uh, I wanted to ask you, is it different for you looking at movies or films um, a different eye, like you can't look at it like it's a regular uh, person. You're looking at it from a different perspective because you're looking for certain things or certain things to grab you or get your attention. For example, the new film with uh, Will Smith portraying uh, Richard Williams. What was your first? Well, if you've seen it, what was your first take when you first um, the first five minutes of the movie? Man, I'm incredibly sorry, but it sounded like you kind of got the audio got a little messed up there. I didn't quite hear the question. That's on me. Um, I was going to ask you, if you watched Will Smith portray Richard Williams, what was your first impression mm-hmm. within the first 10 minutes of that movie? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Um, so first, when I see an actor trying to portray someone else, um, my first thought is, okay, well, how deep into the role are they going to get here? Like, are we are we going to go make up, you know, the full thing? Or, you know, are you just going to do uh, a rendition? Basically, are you going to be Will Smith playing your version of whoever you're playing or whoever the actor might be? Um, and for me, of course, that's important because I want to be immersed into what I'm watching. You know, I want to be taken into that story. And, uh, you know, Will Smith, I had read a story that he wanted to actually do the makeup and all of that, but they was like, nah, we're not going to do all that. So um, I thought that was an interesting choice. I thought it was the best choice. And after watching the movie, um, I think it's the best, it, was a, it was a great choice not to do all that extra because I think it would have taken away from his acting as their father. Um, it would have been too much focus on, oh, man, like, what's on his face? What's he looking like? Is this, is this a prosthetic? Um, I think that was a really good choice. Oh, man, I, I like that. So let me ask you this. When you talk about portraying, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you these two examples, and, and, and I want you to, between the two that I'm going to give you, which one really brought the character to life? Was it Will Smith mm-hmm. when he portrayed Muhammad Ali, or was it Denzel okay. when he portrayed Malcolm? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Um, <laughs> man, that's tough, right? Because uh, they're both, I think they're both iconic in their own right, but I'm going to have to say Denzel, that especially back back when uh, Will made uh, the Muhammad biography, or biopic, I should say, it's, it's a, it was the, the choreography in boxing um, at the time was, it's not as good as it is now today. So, for instance, I'm a huge, like, Creed fan. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the Creed films, but um, I love those movies. And yeah. a part of that is because of the action and how they were able to portray the action within the ring. Um, so yeah. on that point, and then I think, too, Denzel was able to embody, if you've ever seen Malcolm in any old footage or anything of that nature, I think he was able to embody him. Uh, mm-hmm. in a way that Will Smith wasn't quite 
able to do with Muhammad? Because you're trying to pull off accents and different dialects, and that that stuff is tough, right? It, it's tough. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, though, Jamie Foxx is in that movie, and he was, and they're, and don't get me wrong, they're both great, but Jamie Foxx is fantastic yeah. in that movie. Um, yeah. And as we know, Jamie Foxx can disappear. Jamie Foxx, you're like, oh, Jamie Foxx was in that movie? That's crazy. I didn't even see it. Like, yeah. Jamie Foxx kind of has that ability when he really wants to. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. that's tough, but I will have to go with Malcolm. I'll have to go with Denzel on Malcolm, with Malcolm. You know, the other thing that I noticed um, while we on the filming thing, horror films have changed drastically for me. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the ones that we grew up on as opposed to the ones that's mm-hmm. created now, what do you think is the biggest difference between your millennium horror films and the ones that were created in your Jason and Freddy days? Right. Um, you have to be creative. So the the big thing about that is, in, in all honesty, if I'm being honest, if I may, um, I am not the biggest fan of horror films just because most of them are not very good story-wise. Uh, for instance, you brought up the the latest Michael Myers movie. Um, the yeah. first one that they did in this remake was very was pretty good. The second one was terrible. Um, but there, you know, it was really bad. It was really really bad. Um, yeah. But there are some movies that uh, people are taking these boundaries because the world is so more. The world is open in a way that, of course, it wasn't back in those days. So what mm-hmm. scares people now? It's vastly different than what it was back then. You know what I mean? So um, I think the creativity really has to fall on the director and the script writers to 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 kind of mm. scare you in a different type of way. Um, yes. You know, it's almost like a, I'm not afraid of no ghost type thing now. But, you know, yeah. I, I've seen a yeah. couple of this year that are not bad, actually. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. Jesse, I'm going to jump in right quick, and, uh, and, and I want to add to that uh, before I give, give the mic back. I want to say that uh, mm-hmm. a lot of horror films, it seems that it's just a lot of senseless killings now. It's not necessarily – I remember how horror films had, like, that suspense element. Like, you're like, oh, right. man, I, you know, like, like, like you were – but now it's not really about suspense. It's not about – unless they do jump scares and stuff like that, little noises well, out of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I would wanna, say more now – I was mm-hmm. I was gonna say it's probably more about the shock value now than anything. Um, like how can we shock you? Is 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 supposed to be necessarily suspenseful? Um, but I do think that's kind of derivative of the times that we're in as well. Uh, like I said, I just think it, the world is so different uh, than it was back then when they were creating those things that it is it takes a little bit more to get people out their seats, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want to also add, oh yeah, like I said, all the like the shock and the just the killing and the blood. That's what that's a new the new scary movie, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I and I also want to I want to say this too. I I was listening to this video. Well, let me just get to the point. I'm going to talk about the backstory of it. But one of the things I think why cinema is changing so much is because of the now. Nah, this is not a bad thing necessarily. Uh, like the streaming platforms, like the Netflix and the Hulus and things like that. It's like now mm-hmm. people don't really want to go to the movies unless it is like a big Marvel, big budget movie. Like these uh, little subtle, right. like comedies. Comedies don't do well at the theater anymore. Uh, people say, well, I'll just right. wait till it's on Netflix or I'll wait till it. And, uh, and so I believe uh, uh, big uh, 
studios don't want to put that money into stuff like that if they know people are just going to, they don't want to put, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I think that's, that's, that's a lot tough. to do with Mm-hmm. That's that's tough, right? Because one of the best movies that I've seen this year, um, nobody's probably seen this movie, and I saw it, I saw it in the theater, um, and that's one of the great things about uh, with this platform that we created because if it allows us to kind of step outside of even our own norms, um, a great little movie called Blue Bayou, uh, fantastic, mm-hmm. just a great story, great acting, um, but it's a small movie, and I'm pretty sure no one's seen it. Um, even West Side Story, I, we just saw that, and I'm not really into musicals, but we did review it. But that movie bombed at the box office. Um, but that's no surprise, you know what I mean? Like, that's not that's not what people are going out to see these days. Um, meanwhile, people are trying to sell Spider-Man tickets for fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> a ticket, you know. Um, so, you know, that's just kind of where we are. But as you you might know, there's been an interesting dynamic where um, Hollywood has been kind of split. Not everyone is a fan of Marvel movies, not even the directors, right? Like every, like people are kind of coming out and kind of bashing the style of Marvel movies and, you know, what it means and, you know, uh, what it's doing to their films, as you mentioned. So there's a split there. Not everyone's a fan, even though they're making, Marvel's making all the money at this point, you know, printing money, so. Exactly. And, that, and at the end of the day, unfortunately, that's what it's all about it's, not like when it comes to these studios. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, the people that run these things don't care about the actual art of storytelling and filmmaking. But it's if it's not right. if it makes no dollars, it don't make sense. If they okay, well let's just throw that on Netflix. We we it's safer. You know what I mean? Yeah. As to, I mean, you know, put, yeah. mm-hmm. well, even when your bad movies are making a billion dollars, I mean, like let's like you know the, the agenda at the end of the day has to be let's make the movie right, <laughs> like. Even if a bad one is making a billion dollars, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, which I wasn't particularly a fan of, that made a billion dollars. Um, mm. So yeah, like why not make it, <laughs> right? Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting time for that. Yeah, people got to feed their families. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, as they should, as they should. Like yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not particularly mad or upset about that. I, I'm not. I don't particularly think most of the Marvel movies are actually very good from a story point uh, perspective, but they are entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes people just want to be entertained, right? Like, yo, I just need something to go out and do this little mindless thing to get away from the nine to five, whatever. So it has its value, um, but from a story perspective, I do think it hurts storytelling quite a bit in what people value as storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. It's incredibly important. It's an incredibly important form. This is this is how we as people have learned uh, since almost the beginning of time is through storytelling, and uh, it, it kind of hurts to see a little bit, see it kind of dumbed down in a way. Uh, and a lot of people view a lot of the Marvel stuff, the big cinematic stuff, because I have to say that because they also they have the smaller uh, the smaller stories that they put on their shows that kind of let the story breathe a little bit that they're telling, which is great. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's not – like, not everyone is watching those things in that way. Um, and they may not even be understanding exactly what it is that they're watching in certain ways. Um, so, like, for yeah, instance, we were watching West Side Story, and, um, you know, the story was all condensed into one day. Well, if you know your history of storytelling, it's like, well, 
Aristotle said, hey, uh, you know, a great drama is only told through the revolution of the sun. So you only have one day to tell a great drama. That's what Steven Spielberg was trying to do. But if you don't really mm-hmm. understand that or know that, you'll be like, man, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like, I don't get it. So, yeah. Before I pass the mic back to JT, I, it's got me thinking. Uh, getting back on the Marvel. <laughs> that's what we try to do, man. No. That's what we try to do. Say what? Okay, that's what we try to do, man. We try to provoke a little bit of thought, man, get people talking about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, true indeed, true indeed. Uh, now, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm team Marvel. I'm going to say that. Uh, and, I, and I was like okay. that before the cinematic universe. Like back when in the day I felt like the, the source material, the comics themselves, where Marvel was right. better than DC. I, I felt like the, the uh, okay. I don't know how much you're into the actual comics, but uh, Marvel, um, I believe, they had. Not as much on the Marvel side. Not as much on the Marvel uh, side. I read a lot of Batman. Um, oh yeah, a lot of Batman. A lot of the, a lot of the good art. A lot of the good writers tend to gravitate to Batman uh, for some reason. Maybe yeah. it's because there's a lot of depth in those stories that you can tell. Um, so I read a mm-hmm. lot of Batman stories. I'm a big Batman fan in that way, especially in the comic book range. So um, not so much on the Marvel side. I read a little bit of. I don't know how familiar you guys are with Spider Man, Miles Morales. Um, yeah, I've been like yeah. getting into, like getting into his story quite a bit. So. Um, and of course, Peter Parker. Like everyone loves Peter Parker already, but uh, not yeah. not too much into the Marvel side on the comics. Well, I, well I'm, I, I'm gonna say this before I get into my question part of it. Uh, with Marvel, if you're into like uh, the so- actual source material, uh, I felt like you know how you say about Batman, Batman DC. I felt like Batman could be mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe because Marvel has that. It has that depth that they talk about more adult issues. It's not about the fighting mm-hmm. and superpowers. It's more about the. It, it is more about the story. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, definitely check out some of the stuff that came out in the eighties, the nineties, the even the Stanley mm-hmm. era, the sixties and seventies. It was about the story, it was about right. the characterization. It wasn't about fancy powers and all that was in there. But it's more about the. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was more about the characters uh, being. I mean, yeah, uh, and that's why one of their better shows um, that Marvels have done, they did uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, mm-hmm. That was because it's a more humanized story. And also right now, Hawkeye, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. Um, it's, it's, it's a more human story, and it, it's more relatable. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a little bit more enjoyable to watch for me. Oh, yes. That's, oh, man, since you said that, man, if you, if you just check out some back issues or something, man. In the Marvel universe, they have they have what's, <laughs> what's up your alley. Yes, I right. I'm not saying it because oh, I'm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it because I'm more. I'm I just they do have the more uh, mature themes and the more deeper stuff, you know. Than I felt like DC, but I then you know that you know. But uh, but getting back to that, well, and I, I, I want. What'd you say? I said no, no. Exactly. You still own, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, everyone, uh, you know, everyone has their own things that they gravitate to. Um, and like I said, I think they're all good. I think they're all good. A lot of the source material. That's why it's all here, right? Like that's why these things are making a billion dollars because they pulled people in um, with their source material. You know, so yeah, exactly. I, think, I think it's all. I think it all has the opportunity to be great. Definitely, but but I, then I want to get to the what I was uh, the the point of it. Like I feel like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, I, I feel like the the actual movies itself 
is a vast well they of course they got to do it for movies but it's a watered down mm-hmm. commercialized crappy i just want to make people happy version of what the actual comics are uh and and when people see the movies they mm-hmm. go oh well is this the comic is this is this this is cuz i i will admit i i'm disappointed and how a lot of these stories are, are being portrayed <laughs> in the MCU. Right. Um, well, it's, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And now people think that's what it is. You know what I mean? When they see the these kind of things, you know? Um, right. Uh, but with that, with that being said, I think you already answered it. What What is, like, how do you feel? About, I mean, you, you don't really, you're not, Feeling them like that? Why? Why? why what's your reason? I, my reason is I, I believe that. Uh, well, like I said, it's a watered I, down version of. Yeah, it's not the real. Yeah, deep, I, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> not. It's too surface. Oh my! I, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, for, like I said, for me, it all comes down to storytelling. Um, and being able to tell, um, uh, just a real competent narrative uh storyline and I, I think a lot of times with the marvel movies because they do have so many other agendas within you know trying to create this story um i think it has a hard time getting out of that and i think now that marvel has made so much money that now they're kind of being able to really start to break out of that shell a little bit um, the last couple of Marvel movies, I actually liked quite a bit. I love Shang-Chi, um, uh-huh. and uh, I like the Colonels. I, but I thought they were something that was that were vastly different from what they had done before. Um, uh-huh. And I think they benefited from that. I, now, the, the numbers, it's kind of hard to say, pandemic numbers, all that, blah, blah, blah. But I think generally, I think people come out, came out of those movies and were like, yeah, you know what? this is actually pretty good. Um, not only was I entertained, but I feel like I came out of here maybe a little bit better somehow, <laughs> you know? Um, and I, and I like that. I think stories, I think stories should involve that somehow. Um, cause it's a part of human nature. Oh yes. Oh yes. Definitely. Definitely. I, yeah, I just, you know, uh, like I said, uh, I'm glad he took deep cut heroes like Shang-Chi and the Eternals and made movies out of them. As opposed to the you know the yeah. the popular commercialized stuff, and uh, and I ho- I just wish moving forward now that they've made all this money and people trust the Marvel brand that moving forward there'll be more uh, they can tell stories that reflect the actual source material because the source material is really deep except for this new woke uh, yeah. social justice stuff that they got out now but I'm just the, I, well, I was rooting for it you know I, you know and that's that's another aspect of storytelling. Um, and like the, the thing is that I, that I've come to learn as of late is that, you know, a lot of times these production companies, uh, they are telling stories in service of an agenda instead of allowing the agenda to be a part of the story and service the story. And that is a big part of the reason why, (laughs) um, storytelling in movies, uh, on a, on a larger scale, isn't as good as it used to be because we're so worried about the agenda on all sides of the fence. Like no matter who you are, no matter what your agenda might be, if I'm a black man or if you're part of the LGBTQ community 
or things of that nature, or you're a woman, it's like, oh, well, here's the agenda, but what story can we wrap around this agenda instead of telling a story about a human and they're, they're dealing with their everyday lives and the agendas that come with living those lives, you know? Um, it's a big difference exactly. in how you form, form those stories. So I think a lot of movies suffer from that. I think a lot of uh, some of our movies that are of the culture, if you will, um, the black culture, we, we have a lot of movies that kind of suffer from that. Uh, like we're so worried about making sure we tell a certain agenda that we're not telling the story. Um, yeah. I think the harder, there was a movie that came out on Netflix called The Harder They Fall. And I mm-hmm. think that that movie could have been so much better if they were really worried about telling us a competent story instead of just, oh, we have a whole bunch of black people in this. And it's like, that is a, I get it, that's a triumph in itself, but that movie's not going to live on. That movie's not going to live on in anybody's hearts because it's not, it just wasn't very good. So that's my problem. Yeah, I mean, uh, and shout out to Z. Shout out to Z because she loves that movie, but we had a deep conversation about that because um, Z's a SEL queen. You mentioned at the top of the show, but uh, she loves that movie. But we had a real deep conversation about it. But like I said, it's one of those things where I, I want the stories that we tell also from any culture, but obviously I'm a black man myself. I want those stories to live on in people's hearts. I want people, you know, I want people to have, uh, you know, for me, I grew up watching He Got Game. Like, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, you know, that's a Spike Lee, you know, Denzel, Ray Allen. Uh, like, mm-hmm. but that movie told a story that was, there's this, this, this a lot of stories that we know about, the places where we come from. You know, there's agendas all through that movie, but you got to sit down and watch the movie to to see what's going on, just you know, to see this story. We just don't have a lot of that nowadays. Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, JT, uh, before I pass the mic back, I, I want to go on ahead and uh, bring on a caller. They've been patient, so let me go on ahead and bring bring one of the callers on right now. Uh, and I also want to get ready for the people that want to call after this caller. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press one. You've already dialed the number. If you're streaming from your phone, so just press one and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or any of these other different ways you can listen to the show, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press one and we'll bring you on. We're talking to McKinley. Of, if I'm being honest, you know he's uh, more than just a blurred. He's a film buff and he's into the stories and he does great reviews. <clears throat> so uh, we're going to talk about all that. So, uh, so call on in. Let's go ahead and take this first caller. Caller in the five six two 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 five. You're on the air. Who is this? Hello, this is Z, the SEO Queen. How are you guys doing tonight? Yes. How you doing, Z? <laughs> do well, do well. We talked you up. That's good. I'm alright. Yeah, you guys talked <laughs> me up, and I did hear what you said, and I'm I'm gonna try not to take it personal about your uh, feelings about that <laughs> that movie the heart they fall but i have to say that uh i really appreciated the fact that it had an awesome soundtrack and the visuals were stunning and the one-liners kept me entertained so i just enjoyed the scene 
I'm glad. Like I said, it's, it's to each, you know, to each their own. We know we've had these conversations before. To, you know, to each their own. Yeah, we have. Uh, but we gonna have to, we gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> so I have a question for you. So what are you, what are your thoughts on mm-hmm. Succession? Have you been watching that show? Oh, the you know my heart. Um, actually, I was in the in the middle of uh, man. I hate myself, but I started. I started it. You ever like started eating something you know you weren't supposed to be eating it? You trying to get yourself right, and he's like, "Man, I done ate this whole pint of ice cream." That's pretty much what I did with the <laughs> session. I started it yesterday and on the third season. I'm almost done already, and I hate myself for it because it's so good, and I want to stop but I can't. Um, it's it's it's, so it's have been you seen very the final episode. Did you see the final not yet, episode? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Because I wanted but to know what you think about the show overall. What would you rate um, I mean, look, it? Would so, you rate it? So far, so far, I mean, I, I hate to give it the highest rating that we have on it, if I'm being honest, which is a Molotov, means it's on fire, can't be stopped, it's just, 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 just that good. Um, so I, I, I'm always a little hesitant to give things the highest rating or the lowest rating. I try to give a little bit of grace. Um, and I don't want to be prisoner of the moment. So right now I'm going to give it a bonfire, but I haven't seen the finale yet either. I'm gonna give it a bonfire. Okay. Well, I'm recommending this to if anybody. If I were using a rating there. system, I would give it a Molotov because I saw the final episode and See, Hot Dog the they took you on an emotional journey. That's what I would give it. Now I gotta go back in here and try to do work and watch these episodes at the same time. Yeah, I tell you that that Kendall, he's he's something else. And uh, uh, man, well, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Dog. I'll be quiet. We, we, look. Look, I'm so, look, I'm so much into the I'm so much into the show. We about to celebrate Kendall's 40th birthday. That's that's how much I'm into. The show. We celebrating Kendall's 40th birthday. That's where I'm at right now. We about to go to the party. We just we had just pulled up before I got on this call, so I, I'm ready to go into the party. You know what I mean? We ready to celebrate. Ready to kick. Oh my gosh, you're hilarious. You're <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but I I you know I was talking to to Gabriel about uh, secession and. It's like watching a train wreck, you know? You just can't look away. Oh, man. It's like this you can't. massive it's, 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 train wreck. It's, 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 like a, it's like a force of nature. Like, it's horrifying and beautiful at the same time. Like, man, can you kill it? I, I want to take my eyes away. I should be calling for help, but why am I filming this with my phone? What is wrong with me? I'm a, I'm right, a, I'm, right, I guess right, I am a millennial. That part. <laughs> <laughs> I am a millennial. Why am I filming this with my phone? I should be calling for help. But I, I'm definitely I'm, right. I'm along for the ride. Oh, have you watched the the which episode are you on in the third season? I mean, the fourth. Oh, literally, season. Um, is third, like I third said, season. yeah, this is the third season, I believe. Yeah, um, right. like I said, I'm on third the episode season. literally uh, where Kendall is having his party, um, his 40th birthday party. Oh, his and, birthday uh, like party. I said, okay, okay. Yeah, so I, so I don't even know what's about to happen. Like, see, I don't even know. I know it's about to be crazy, but I don't even know what's about to happen. Yeah, but I'm ready. I think like, like I said, honestly. We, out of all the episodes of Secession, I think the last two episodes of season three are the best. Are the best? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. In my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I got to You know, you know, I got You know, I had to watch that, and you know, I had to watch. Uh, I haven't got to watch Hannah yet either, because I was saving these two things. I was saving wait, Hannah. Wait, wait, Hannah. I, I was the, saving the next success. season is out for Hannah. Season three on uh, Amazon Prime. It's, it's rolling. Wait, yeah, wait, it's wait. Rolling. It's already it's out. Rolling. It's already right, out. I'm gonna have yeah, to get off the phone and start out. binging. 
Hey, don't read the but 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 it's all I'm seriousness. Today is my dad's birthday, so I'm I'm at my parents' oh, house. Oh, happy so birthday! I'm gonna have to happy birthday. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell when you guys said happy birthday. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, don't go. Yeah, go he's, back he's turning the big seven one. There we go. But seriously, they got a little bit of Hannah together. They'll love it. They'll love it. Oh my gosh, Hannah is the bomb. But I just want to yeah, encourage all the listeners, if you guys don't know what to watch and you a little confused or indecisive about what to stream, go to iibeinghonest.com and bookmark the site and look at There's a ton of great reviews. A ton of great yes, reviews. All the time. Thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. All Working right. Hard. Thanks, y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Yes. Z, the SEO queen. Go ahead and throw some more claps on the floor. <laughs> All right, JT, I'm going to pass the mic. But before I do, I just want to shout it out again. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to McKinley of I'm Being Honest, if I'm being honest. apologize for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're yeah, streaming no from it, oh, yeah, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link, any of the other ways this list of the show, the number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. You, you regular listeners, you regular streamers should already have the number by now, so quit playing. And, uh, and, and I also want to say, y'all get out of my inbox, okay? Call into the show. <laughs> uh, Jay, he got a good show. I wonder, I wonder what he think about this movie I saw on Hulu. Call into the show and, and ask him. You know, uh, uh, Jay, um, <laughs> I got a comic book. Can, can he read it to see if it's good? Eh, call us to the show and you talk it out with him. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. I like it. Yeah. I, I, one other question too far past back to JT. This is, uh, do, how, do you review any, like, indie? Well, I know indie stuff that's on Netflix, but I'm talking about, like, uh, mm-hmm. maybe even stuff that's on other – platforms and, and things like that or, or do you do you do that as well like like yeah so like, um I, I watch it yeah i watch a bit of everything i mean i even watch documentaries um i, I I'm, I'm big on trying to learn things as well so or at least get some information so i like we we, we uh we review amazon hulu netflix if it comes out in the theaters if it's anime super big uh real big on anime um just you know a lot of different storytelling across the board, different mediums. We we do as much as we possibly can, honestly, because we're so we're all diverse in what we're watching. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I even like I said, I watch a lot of documentaries. Um, you know, if you, even if it gets to it at one point, you know, we probably end up talking about sports or something. We watch a little bit of that as well. <laughs> um, so you know, but we watch we watch a lot and we try to break down as much as possible uh, to really try to get back to the narrative values that create just good storytelling. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, well, how, how can we go about uh, making a suggestion to you? Like, did you, did you take it from your email or anything like that? Or something like an inbox you can say, hey, check this film out, you go about it? Um, okay. You can definitely, we've had people email us at iibeinghonest uh, at com. Uh, people send us movies that they've created or things that they've seen um, to, you know, see if we would review those. Uh, of course, our Instagram reviews underscore. If I'm being honest, um, you can definitely shoot us uh, some, you know, 
we have a tons of reviews. So if you're commenting and things like that, uh, we definitely try to reach out to everyone who's commenting and, you know, let take suggestions that way. Um, and like I said, our, our Facebook as well, if I'm being honest. So, we, you know, we have those different uh, means. And, of course, we have our website, iibeinghonest.com, many blogs, uh, jump on the newsletter. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're always taking suggestions because there's so much to watch and so little time. So we're, we're trying to, you know, do as much as we possibly can to help people out. Okay, great. I, after the show, I want to send uh, – uh, there's a filmmaker that I'm working with. Um, well, I, I do PR okay. for her. Her name is uh, Felicia Rivers and with Geechee One okay. Films. And she has movies on Amazon Prime. And she also has movies on Tubi, on the Tubi app uh, as well. And, um, okay. you know, we're just trying to get some yeah. reviews for them. They're everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Let me know. Um, you know, we're always fair. We're going to be honest, um, you know, with what we see. And, you know, that's the biggest thing is just, we're, you know, we want to try to bring up that level of honesty and criticism that is hopefully helpful um, for people who are maybe possibly watching who make these things. Um, and yeah. so people, you know, like I said, people are out here working hard, man, and they don't want to sit down to a dud, you know. <laughs> we'll sit down to that mm-hmm. dud for you <laughs> if, if, we, if, if we have to. We'll <laughs> take that hit. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. But yeah, just let me know. I'd be honored. I'd appreciate it. Definitely, I'll definitely hit you up. That, thank you for that, JT. Let me pass the mic back. I know you had questions backed up. Yeah, man. I was going to ask. Um, just listening to the conversation, I'm going to ask your opinion. What What is the goat as far as comics and whatnot? What What is in your mind, your opinion was well, what brand holds that that title? Um, as far as comedians, um, I like I, I feel like the easy answer is is Dave Chappelle, um, and that would be the right answer. <laughs> um, like it's, it's it's the easy answer and it's the right answer. And 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 the thing about Dave Chappelle is is that I think that. Dave has transcended comedy. Like, I don't even look at Dave as a comedian anymore. Um, he's a fan. He, first of all, he's one of the greatest storytellers, maybe mm-hmm. ever. Like, you have to rank him. He's, he's, he's up there. He's a fantastic storyteller. Um, but I just think his comedy is very smart, and I think it's divisive. But that's what it's, you know, it's his opinion, and that's what it's supposed to be. You know, it, he he's not here to... Um, make you think like him. He's here to tell you what he thinks and to make you laugh. And if you agree with him, that's cool. But if you don't, I think he seems to be also okay with that. And we need a lot of that. We need a lot more of that. Um, I, you know, I, I think that a lot of comedians, uh, I think comedians today, honestly, are this, uh, this time's poem, poets. Like and I say that because back in the day, the the poets, they were the people who sat on the outside of the world, out, out the outside of the social structure, and looked in to see what they saw, and then they re- would report back. And I think comedians, um, especially the likes of Dave Chappelle and maybe like uh, Michael Shea, um, I think that they are they are these uh, the new age poets. Really, they are the ones who sit on the outside and then they report back what they see. Uh, you know, they, they report on the human condition, if you will. So and I think Dave Chappelle does that the best out of anyone. 
Oh yeah, and I also want to say I'm glad you shot out Michael Shea, man. He he's slept on. I people I think people just look at him as as the uh, the Saturday Night Live anchor, but he's Funny. very slept I, I, on. I don't even watch Saturday Night Live. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't even watch Saturday Night Live, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, and he did he did have a review that we did have a blog out um, on our website. I, I being honest, but um, he actually did a, a stand up about. Five years ago, Michael Shea Matters. I think it's one of the best stand-ups that I've ever watched. Every time I laugh it, I look at it, I die laughing and come back to life and watch it again and die laughing again. It is it's, it's, it's really f- smart, really funny. Um, but you yeah. need that, though. I think we need that. Um, like I said, that, that, that look at the human condition and that, that kind of judgment of what they see. Um, but I think Dave Chappelle does it the best to answer your question directly. I think he, I think he is the GOAT because if he's able to do that. Dope, man. Dope indeed. And um, that's another question that I have, man, is just I never really, um, you know, looked at comics, you know, in a certain way um, outside of your, you know, I was an incredible hope, you know, guy, so I was always grabbing those. But I really, you know, mm-hmm. didn't really get into, you know, uh, series and stuff. So I learned a lot and looking at a lot of stuff. I wanted to ask you a YouTube question related what mm-hmm. what do you think the whole YouTube and, and that whole phenomenon, what do you think that's going in the next five years? Well, man, that that's a great question because a lot of people's business businesses hinge on YouTube. Um so and and, and YouTube is tough. Like YouTube is tough to crack on and on our end um, it's one that we're actually still working on um, to really try to crack the algorithm and to, you know, really push that side of things. I, I think it's really, really, really tough to say because you have, for instance, you have Facebook, right? And a lot of people thought that Facebook was just going to die. And it's like, no, Facebook is like, we'll rebrand and we'll turn into something else because they're so big. Um, I think that YouTube it's such a service. I think that's the thing that sets everything else apart, and I think that's why YouTube will always be here and always be really strong. I don't think they're go- like. I think they're going to continue to get stronger because they're such a service. So much of the things that I've learned, um, even in creating my own businesses entrepreneurially, I I learned from YouTube. You know, like I'm YouTube in these things. Uh, so. Uh, and I don't even watch it for like a lot of people use it to watch TV and stuff. I don't even watch it for that. I'm just, I'm always learning something. You know, let me learn how to run ads. Let me learn how to, what's the best way to do this or to do that uh, as it pertains to some of these entrepreneurial, um, you know, things that we're trying to execute. So it, it's, it's a, like I said, it's incredibly powerful, man. I would almost say more powerful than Google, even though Google is the number one search engine. But um, I think at some point that could be overtaken by YouTube. No doubt, man. With a lot of movement and you're seeing, you know, like I'm a YouTube TV guy. And I was just thinking, I was like, man, you know, they it really is, you know, stamping a lot of different things. And so you think about the mm-hmm. opportunities and the things you can learn just in that platform. I mean, it, it's the opportunities are endless, man. So that was good to um, yeah. actually just I mean, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say, like, and that's an interesting thing that you bring up, though, um, honestly. And it just goes to show how hard it is to make these things perform in the way that you want to. Um, and when you when you said that, it brought to mind there was a show on YouTube. Uh, it was Cobra Kai, 
it was this, it was like the uh, the spin, not necessarily the spinoff, but the continuation of the old um, Karate Kid films, right? And on YouTube, it did not perform well. Uh, it didn't perform in the way that they had expected. They sell it off to Netflix, and that, it's one of Netflix's most popular shows, right? Um, which just goes to show anyone out there who is trying to create these things, because that's what we're doing as creators. We are we're creating creating these things, and the hardest thing is to get that initial momentum. You know, get that inertia that pushes you. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about a show in Cobra Kai that when that drops on Netflix, oh, I'll be one of the first people watching it because I love the show. But I didn't watch it on YouTube, and a lot of people didn't watch it on YouTube. That's why they gave it over to um, to Netflix. Um, you know, so, and as powerful as YouTube is, they couldn't figure that out, which, you know, you could take that as a negative, but that's a learning experience. I learned from that personally. I'm like, okay, this is what it's going to take to really, you know, it's going to take a lot to build this momentum uh, to go where we're trying to go. Oh, yeah. And, and I also want to say, too, to add on to that, uh, Netflix knows how to, you know, certain platforms know how to market certain things, you know? Yeah. Um, yes, yes. And, and, that's and, super and important, also, though, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was just going to say that's super important. you you got to know the the entity has to know what its agenda is. And then, mm-hmm. you know, actually be good at executing that agenda. I don't think that's quite YouTube's bag yet, but I think they will find someone. They'll probably find, like, a Kevin Feige, you know, like they're like uh, Disney has for them who's created this universe. So they can find someone like that to help, you know, uh, push them to that next level. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, and I also want to say something about the, uh, the, the Google and YouTube uh, uh, when you mentioned that. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, Google owns YouTube. <laughs> when you said YouTube would yes. take over Google, yes, yes they do. But I, I, well, I know it's the reason though, why I said more that, like not, the use not, of yeah, it. use of it, yeah, yeah, know. just the use of it and the perception of it from a uh, a user perspective, if you will. Um, I think mm-hmm. like a lot of our kids are becoming so much more visual um, as far as the learning these days, uh, partly because of the technology and things of that way. Um, so I, I think that eventually. Of course, Google's like, hey, hooray, like, yes, we own all that. Just like with Instagram <laughs> and Facebook, yeah, we own all that. So, yes, whatever, you know, take over. It all works for us. Um, but, yeah, I think as a, as, a, uh, as a user perspective, I think that it will, it will overtake Google at some point just because of how our kids are coming up and the way that our kids are learning. And even us older, uh, older adults, you know, um, who didn't necessarily grow up on YouTube in that way. Oh, yeah. True indeed. Yeah, Jay, that was that was all the questioning that I had, man. I'm just learning so much, man, and it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? In this, you know, the whole interview, man, it's just been dope and just been great insight. I was interested if um, you know, we got any more callers, man, anybody's trying to tap in. Oh, well, we got a lot of people streaming, but we don't have people that wanna, you know, I guess they shot tonight. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, McKinley won't, won't bite. <laughs> hey, I, I, I know he may not be uh, the type of guest we've you know had in the uh, over the most recent weeks, but um, yeah, he, hey, right. all the same thing. It, 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 it's, it's great information. It's, great uh, absolutely, I'm glad you guys could have me on. Um, and like I said, honestly, there's a whole other side to that because it's not just. Um, the creative side of it, but there's the business side of it, you know, uh, creating the websites, you know, getting these social medias prepared and, you know, 
putting things together to execute that properly, um, you know, creating audience, audiences and growing and speaking with people like yourself who are in the PR, you know, a lot of, I think that's one of the things that hurts a lot of creators is they don't understand the business side of it, um, which I was one of those people. Um, I did not, I just thought, hey, man, I'm creative. Like, that's going to be enough to carry me through. And it's like, eh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll figure that out the hard way. Yes. Oh, I want to rant about that right quick. But I want to see if we got some callers. Uh, I, I want to add to that. Uh, if we have any more, uh, I know, oh, yes. I know you're streaming, but uh, if you want to join the discussion, press 1. Um, you know, even if you want to just say, hey, you know, I don't really, uh, you know, I don't have much to say, but nice show. You're welcome to do that. You know, you know how we do. Um, so if you're streaming from an Absolutely. app or a third-party third party website, link, anything like that, it was a call, 929-477-3872, and then press 1. Again, 929-477-3872, and then press 1. If you're streaming from your phone already, you've already dialed the number, so just press 1, and we'll bring you on. You know, we're talking to McKinley, of course, if I'm being honest. Uh, a lot of great things to say, and... Well, since you guys aren't wanting to take the mic right now, you just want to listen. I'm a, I got to get on my soapbox for a quick moment. Uh, that house. <laughs> I, I, uh, when it comes to my business, I, um, I was actually talking to somebody else about this recently. Uh, they were asking me what, like the types of uh, clients who are the most difficult, or, and I want to say the most actually the most difficult to to not not just to work with, but also the most difficult to get are like anybody mm-hmm. that's like the creative people, the, the artsy part, the comedians, the, uh, now, now rappers and singers, not so much because they, they understand the music business is a business, but, uh, but like the filmmakers, the actors, the comedians, they, uh, they're the, they're the, they're, uh, oh my God, uh, they really do think that, it's just all about the art, uh, and it will sell itself. And uh, and they think they they just they don't understand they really don't understand like the the business aspects like having. Um, I was trying to explain mm-hmm. to one actress that uh, she doesn't like. Uh, I don't work with this actress anymore, but uh, she doesn't like to hit the circuit. She don't like to do interviews and do blogs and do she just want to act 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 no you got to strengthen your brand you got to get just that that helps people want to book you and cast you for things if they if you're you got a name you know yeah well no yeah no go ahead yeah uh and i I think too that they think doing those things uh, somehow diminishes their artistic integrity. It doesn't. It does. You could still yes. be. Yes. Uh, you could still be creative. You could still be yes. the artsy fartsy person you are. But you gotta promote. You gotta. See. I mean, some of these people don't even use their social media to 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 to. It, it, oh God, it's I. Uh, I, I, I I'll ask mm-hmm. you because I'll go on and on. Yeah. No, no. Well, the thing about it is, is just understanding what it is that you're actually getting into. And a lot of times when I have conversations with other entrepreneurs who are trying to come up and uh, especially on the creative side of things, photographers, um, as you said, like actresses and things of that nature, um, there are a couple of things. Like I think in general people don't understand how the business works. So it is to their detriment, and it, hurt, and it hurts them 
drastically. And what I mean by that is if you are, let's just say you're, you're doing music and you're, you know, and you're hoping that like an A&R picks you up or something, um, what incentive does that A&R have to pick you up if you're not doing anything with your social media, if you're, you know, if you're not doing anything blogging or making yourself relevant when there's a billion other people who have already built a brand for themselves, who've already taken the time to do that. Um, I, I used to tell a friend of mine who uh, does radio, I used to tell, I said, hey, man, like no one's riding around in, a, in, a, in, a, in like 1970s with a Chevy just riding a radio station, a radio station looking for talent. Like they, don't, they don't have to do that. There's no incentive for them to do that. No, they're going to look at, they're going to go through the socials. Oh, look at this person. They made themselves hot. They did this. They've done that. And now they will go and add to what you've done because dollars-wise, that makes sense for them. You are less of a liability for them in that way. But if you're not looking at the business side of that, you'll never understand that. You'll just get jaded. Oh, man, you know, the, the game is just messed up. You know, they don't understand me. They don't under- Well, maybe that's true. But the likelihood that that's is probably not true. You didn't give yourself a real fair shot because you didn't understand what you were jumping into. Um, you know, I, I would I would ask a kid. I he told me, oh, he said I'm a photographer. I said, oh, really? You're a photographer? I said, well, who do you work for? He said, oh, I work for myself. I said, well, if you work for yourself, then you're not a photographer. You are an entrepreneur that has to do. You're a market. You're a part of the. You're your marketing team. You're your PR team. You're your accountant. And you happen to be a photographer. But if you're a photographer, then you probably work for somebody else. But if, if you're just a photographer, but people don't understand that. They just think that they're, it's like a meritocracy. Oh, well, I'm great, and that should be good enough. Well, there's a lot of greatness out here, right? The difference is how hard are you going to work to push your greatness beyond someone else who's pushing their greatness just as hard. That's the difference. So, um, when I talk to a lot of creators, it's, it's really hard. It's, it's hard because they'll ask me, what are you doing? And I'll tell them all the things that I'm doing. And they're like, oh, wow, really? Okay, well, you know, okay. And it's like, okay, that's not what they were here for. That's not the answer that they were looking for at all. They get, mm-hmm. they get, and I don't mean to deflate people, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Oh, man, I'm, I'm glad you spoke on that because it's uh. It's, it's really a pain in the ass. Like, uh, and, and actually, those creative people are the accounts that I would like to work the most because, you know, you all are creative. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? So uh, right. I, I, it's more fun, but it's more fun doing PR right. for a comedian than it is uh, just a small business owner or a, a, a public figure. Um, and, and you know what? I, I, I noticed the public figures, they understand it the most, like the people who are not – necessarily mm-hmm. actors, but you know those people that they host shows and they, you know, they do right. cut ribbons and they're, they're not actors, they're not performers, but they, they you know, they like, re, they be on reality shows and stuff like that. They're, 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 they understand it more. Uh, and business yeah. owners. They're, 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 uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say the nature of their gig um, is a hustle. You know, you're going from these yeah. different shows um, and, 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 you know, and your personality is your brand. Uh, I, I think, like I said, with people who are creative, we, we tend to have this, our ego. We, we have an ego because we think 
you know, we are above the the fray and outside, of, and you just don't understand. And we're, you know, uh, but the reality is, is that you have to, I tell my daughter this all the time, it's like, look, if you want to be able to bend the rules, you first have to know how the system works. You can't just go out here thinking that you're just going to bend the rules to your whim and you don't even know what you're looking for. You're, you're running around out here in the jungle and you don't even know where the traps are at because you're too, you're, you're too, you're too stubborn to have a tour guide to help you get through these things. And I notice that happens a lot with a lot of people, especially creatives, other creatives that I've worked with. No, 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 no. We'll do it this way. I'm like, Oh, Oh, you've done this a few times before and it's worked for you. Oh no, it hasn't. Oh, okay. So why are we doing it that way again? I don't understand. I'm, I'm lost. And, and then I, and we get in this, we get in a space now because my time is so valuable and my energy. Um, I'm super big on energy. I'm super big on time, and there's very little that I'm willing to waste um, at all, honestly. So I'm like, no, I won't do that. I just want. I'm like, no, I won't do that. I don't. I don't. You have to make me understand why that's valuable to what we're doing. What's the agenda? Um, but I also think that's a part. That's why it's so hard for creatives to be business people because you have to develop that pragmatic side of your brain, like, honestly. And, it's, it is, and that is the tough part. You have to develop that side that says, how does, this, how, does this, how does this directly affect my bottom line? What does this do to get me here? Not about the artsy part. The artsy part is tough, and you may be great at that. But my thing is this. I am big on letting professionals be professionals. And, my, and if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have one or two options. Either, A, you become a professional, which takes a lot of time, not a fake professional, not a fake one, not one who's been doing a couple little courses for two weeks, like, oh, I know more than that guy over there, so I'm a professional. No, 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 no. A real <laughs> professional that has mastered the craft, has taken the time, and that takes years, and a lot of people don't want to take that time. But that's option one. You either, A, become a professional, or two, B, you hire a professional. Those are your only two options. And a lot of people think there's a middle ground, and there's not. But if you're that pragmatic and you understand the business, oh, you get it real fast. You start, you start making decisions totally different when you, when you uh-huh. take out some, a lot of that gray that's unnecessary. So, um, and I've seen a lot of talented people, a lot of talented. I, I was with people that were t- more talented than myself. Um, just being, speaking honestly, they just – they're never able to break into that pragmatic side of their brain or at least have someone on their side who is pragmatic that can get them to that next spot because they're so, because uh-huh. they, they feel that the art will just take them, you know, elevate them. It's like, man, there's eight billion, seven billion people out here. And, and, and more now than ever, everyone has the ability to get out here because of, you know, social uh-huh. media and, you know, internet in that way. So, um, it, like I said, it, it is tough. Um, I'm out here in Las Vegas, so um, I am around a lot of people who would love to be uh, in L.A. <laughs> and doing some of the things that they see a lot of people out there doing. And Las Vegas is growing, but there's a lot of people who want to, you know, because we're so close to L.A., they want to be those things. But it's like, look, showing up at the pub at on, you know, on a Friday night, is only going to get you so far if you're not building anything else around that, if you're not doing strategic things that will get you direct results for what you need to take you to that next level. You're just, at that point, you're just wishing on a shooting star, I guess, that hopefully somebody happens to walk in and they remember your face. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I see a lot of that. So it, it is something that is, is close to my heart because I've seen a lot of people go through that. Um, and I myself went through that a little bit in the earlier stages, um, self-publishing my first book and just being so ignorant of the process and being taken advantage of, um, not understanding what that's like and what that's all about. Uh, learned a lot. Learned a lot from that. A lot of hard, <laughs> very hard uh, lessons. But you got to be willing to learn those. Um, and I think that the, as a creator, it's tough. It's tough for us to get to that point. You know, um, a lot, of, a lot of hubris, a lot of ego. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, now, what actually got you? What What was your wake up call? What What made you say, okay, I need to? Oh man. <laughs> The wake, the wake up call, like the thing that made me say, like, yo, I can't do a nine to five, or like, or or like the thing that was like, okay, I gotta approach this differently. The the thing that made you uh, approach it, di- not not the thing that made you want to quit, because uh, we we yeah uh, the nine these story they all yeah <laughs> we know that those uh, unless you want to you know right. mention that too, but, you but know, the no, one that um, made you go. You know, the creative, like, okay, I yeah. need to learn some business, you know? Right. Well, so the thing about it is is that with if I'm being honest, we have been trying to push ourselves for, you know, off and on for like four years. And um, the thing that really stuck was, for me, was just really being around other people. And when I – so when the pandemic happened, so I have a two-year-old also – um, and he was born basically right before the pandemic. And before he was born, um, I myself was working uh, three different jobs, just working, 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 and uh, to make money to start my first business, my e-commerce store. And when I started that e-commerce store, it just opened my eyes to so much, um, you know, being able to make the uh, amount of money that I had never made, um, in a day in my life, uh, what it took to get that going, um, you know, learning how to do ads on Facebook and Instagram and what that took, and then meeting with the right people. Um, that that helped out so much, and uh, it was eye-opening for me. So now when I deal with people, I don't even care what your idea is. People come to me and they want to, oh, man, I got this great idea. I don't care. I don't care. How are you going to execute it? Tell me how you're going to execute your idea because that's what I want to know. That's what I need to look at because that's what I understood after creating my own business and having a bit of success in that. It's, a, it's, a, it's so much about the execution uh, and, and how you execute these things and what your agendas are. So, um, yeah, and not being broke, you know, not wanting to be broke will do that for you. <laughs> you don't want to be broke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. you know, it's funny you said that too. Like that was the thing that you know when you did the business, it made you go, okay, I need to start applying these rules to my to my art. You know, to my uh, because I will, I will, yeah. oh yeah, because I will say the uh, like the artsy people that I've had the success with are those people who like they have their own businesses or they have their own hustles outside of. Uh, mm-hmm being a comedian like not now like now the comedian that works at nine to five and then can't wait to punch out so he can work on his material he's still thinking artsy you know but the yeah. or, or the actor that's still waiting table say it again right 
No, yeah, no, you're you're a thousand percent right. Because what's your agenda yeah. by doing that? Right? Like mm-hmm. what like what are you trying to execute and working that particular way? Like what do you think the action is that will take place that will take you to that next thing? It's very pragmatic. And I know it can be daunting in a way, right? Because it takes away a little bit of that mystique and that hope and in, in a way. But you replace that hope with a level of realism that you can stand on that can help you elevate yourself to that next place. Um, and, 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 I, and, and that's the thing, too, with the whole business side of things. People are so... Oh, what's the word? I don't want to say scared. Um, I don't want to say they're scared, but people have a fear of of starting businesses because the one of the first questions they'll ask you is, um, "Well, is it going to work?" And I would say that, and I tell people all the time, if someone's telling you a hundred percent anything, they are lying to you because there's no such thing as hundred percent. There, you know, um, and I tell people this all the time, like, you have to get off of that because I think that scares a lot of people into going out here and trying things. Oh, man, it'll never work. Oh, man, it, man, it, man, it'll never work. Like, how do you know? Like, how do you know it'll never work? You didn't try anything. You didn't do anything. Um, so I, I live off the, the phrase, look, I don't go by absolutes. I go by probability and possibility. And uh-huh. – the probability is based off – the possibility is based off of how much work I put into this thing to increase my probability of it succeeding. No guarantees here. No guarantees that it will succeed. But at least you have a damn good shot, all right? Um, but, again, starting my first business – like, starting my first business in a way – because I've had my real estate license since I was – I got my first real estate license right away when I was 21 uh, back in the Midwest. I live in Indiana. I came out to Vegas. I got my real estate license in two weeks. Um, always been kind of entrepreneurial, but even still with that, I did not understand what that meant. I had no idea what those things meant. I had to learn it. Um, you know, I had to learn it the hard way. You know, people think, oh, man, I got a website. Okay, so what is your website doing? Are you <laughs> actively bringing traffic to your website? No. It is doing nothing. It is a virtual paperweight, Right. Um, you know, if you have your license and you're a real estate agent, oh, yes, what are you, well, what are you doing with your license? Oh, well, it's hung over here at Carpenter or wherever you're at. Okay, but what are you doing for yourself? Are you marketing yourself? Oh, you think Carpenter will do that for you? No, they won't do that for you. So, you know, again, I think people really have to understand what's happening and, what, and, you know, and, and people really understanding what their agenda is. Because then you can look at what's happening and say, you know what, that's not directly affecting my agenda. I'm going to stop doing this and do something else, try something else, a different lane, so I can get to where I need to be. Um, but, again, that's that pragmatic side, that business side that, you, you know, I think that you have to have. Oh, yes, definitely. I, I, I totally agree, and I'm, I, I – I, you know, for any creatives that's listening to the, you know, listening to the show t- tonight, take heed to that. You're gonna have, if you want to be successful, you can't. It's, it, it's nothing sells itself. That's one thing. And second of all, right, talent absolutely. is just not, it's not the whole equation. You know, um, and and you absolutely. know, speaking yeah, of that, it's not just the talent alone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly, and speak and speaking of that too, another group of people out of the artsy people that I don't like working with are these like these John Belushi types. 
you know, where they're they're, they're geniuses, <laughs> but they, you know what I mean? But you you, you go, you know, I'm going with that. They, I mean, not nothing against right. drug addicts, but I'm talking about that, that. Their whole life is a mess, but they're they're very talented, and yeah. they just think that. Oh no, they don't well, you know? Yeah, and that's I, that's part of that weird trope that people have about people who are kind of artsy or creative. Right, like, oh man, you know, you got to be into this. And I've been around a lot of that being out here, especially being in Las Vegas. Um, a lot of that scene, and I myself don't partake in any of that. Um, but a lot of people do, and they use that as an excuse. Um, as to you know, oh man, you know, it'll help me. It'll help me perform better. It'll help me write better. And I'm like, that is probably inherently false. <laughs> like exactly how that substance works. I trust me, I'm telling you. Scientifically, that's not what that's going to do for you. But hey, who you know, they like again. I think people have their um. I, again, I think being a creator. Um, uh, I was just having this conversation with someone last night. Actually, I think man, like 15 years ago. So like myself, I'm 36. So like about 15 years ago, I think being a creator was probably and and not having outlets, um, that were readily accessible to you. Man, I think that's that's an incredibly hard life, right? Like, I couldn't imagine 20 years ago and not have the prospect of, oh, man, like, I want to create something, and I can't, right? Now people can create songs in their homes. You can create a whole brand in your bedroom um, off of a whim. You know, back in the day, it was like, oh, man, you know, I really want to – I mean, I really want to write, or I really want to – but I don't know how. Oh, man, you know, well, you got to get through the gatekeepers, that's mm-hmm. really tough, right? Who do you know? Ah, oh, man, I didn't develop. See, like myself, I was in the sports uh, in high school. I was, you know, varsity athlete. I wasn't even worried. I wasn't even thinking about writing in that way. I always loved writing. I always loved um, doing these things, but that wasn't something that was on my radar. So what I didn't do, I didn't develop uh, those relationships with people over that time to put me in, that might, put, that might have put me in certain positions far sooner where I actually wanted to be. Because realistically, I didn't really care about athletics that much, especially after I was done with mm-hmm. it. Like, I was done and I was done. But I was like, man, I really still want to write. Like, I still have that itch. But I didn't develop the right relationships with people. All the people I had relationships with were in athletics, and they couldn't help me not a lick with what I was trying to do um, with that. So, you know, developing those right relationships um, is also very key. Um mm-hmm. And I'm kind of a loner in that way. A lot of creatives are. You know, they got to go in their own little space and create and come out like a mad scientist and, you know, <laughs> show the world. But it's like, like, yeah, that's cool. And I had to learn this the hard way. I, and I'm still learning this the hard way. It's something I deal with very often. Um, going out and actually um, just being around people and, you know, just seeing what happens there. Because, I'm like, I've gotten so business-oriented and so business-minded. I'm like, okay, well, where is the, you know, everyone's like, where's the party at? I'm like, well, at this party, is there going to be a guest speaker? And are they talking about how I can grow my YouTube in the next 30 days? Because that's what I need to figure out right now. Uh, They're (laughs) like, no, no, that's not the party that you're going to. I'm like, ah, man, I'm not, I can't go, can't go. Got stuff to do then. Um, So it's, it's, uh, like I said, it is different. And like I said, I I do, I'm creating on a daily basis, um, new reviews, new blogs, um, new, you know, skits, uh, new ways to try to come up with these things. But then on the other side of that balance wise, 
I'm like, okay, so now that I came up with this, how am I going to push this? How am I going to, you know, get this thing out? That's how I ended up met, uh, meeting Z, um, was through that very same thing. Oh, man, I need a website, but I don't want my website just to be sitting there. I need it to do something for me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I met Z. <laughs> Z, can you make my website do something for me, please? Because I can't do it. I am not a professional. Uh, I know how to do a couple of things, Don't, and that's another thing, people. Don't trick yourself into thinking you're a professional. Don't. There's nothing wrong with saying you're not a professional. Don't do it to yourself. You're going to waste your money and waste your time. Mm-hmm. Go find someone who knows what they're doing. And if you don't have the funds, guess what? Go work for it, build up the funds, and then go get your professional. Let them out and go get your professional to help you build parts of your business and uh, what you want to build for yourself. So, I mean, like I said, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's not just, you know, fun and games, but, uh, you know, it is a, it's a very strenuous process, a lot of late nights, a lot of doing that. But, you know, it's working out, so I'm happy with that. Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. A lot of knowledge and wisdom that you're dropping. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I have a Facebook group. Well, I got a couple of Facebook groups, but this one in particular uh, is Blacktopia. Okay. It's a movement, and we would love to have you a part of it. Z is a part of it, JT, many of the people that we work with. Uh, and, and what I'm trying to do, it's Blacktopia is for our people to come together and, and, and also promote, uh, you know, also keep that black do- dollar circulating in our community. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and also to promote more more of our people, our our, our creative sides and things like that. Uh, it, no, it's not a it's not a Black Lives Matter. No, no kind of political agenda attached to it or anything like that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you right. know, it's not no vote Democrat um, group or anything. Right. But you need those things, right? It's it's important. Um, it's important to have those things so we can help push each other to make each other better. Um, yes. Sometimes. Uh, it, it, look, I, I grew up myself personally in a mixed family, um, and I myself am not mixed with anything that I know of. I'm sure I'm mixed with something, but I'm not like <laughs> like deliberately mixed with anything that I know of. But my family members, brothers and sisters on both sides are, and I can tell you uh, a lot of it has to do with more where you're from and where your upbringing is more than you know what you look like. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of times you need people with those similar backgrounds to help you navigate in the way that you understand, you know. Um, yeah. I, I've read the dictionary twice. I can tell you a whole lot of words. But if you don't understand what I'm saying, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, exactly. So it, it's, it's very important to have people who can resonate with you um, to help you get you through those things. So I will definitely um, join that group immediately uh, ASAP because, I, I, yeah, love to be a part of that. Yes, definitely. Thank you. I'll send you the link if you can't find it. Uh, it, it, it we, I'm trying to get more of these. Yes, the discussions that we had on this on tonight's show are things I'm trying to get on the Tuesday, the topic Tuesday uh, post in the group. Uh, and we talk about you know, it's also Talent Tuesday as well. So you know you can talk about the movies and this and that. And we we got a lot of film buffs in there, but they don't play with each other yet. So I'm trying to get that engagement going. You know, we got a lot of, uh, we got another. Don't play with each other yet, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to, and I think this will be a good introduction, you know, having you a part of it, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to. Thank you. Please do. Please do. 
Yes, yes, definitely. And another thing I want to ask you too, and I'm kicking back to you because people, hey, listen, I'm getting inboxes like I told them not to, but you know they, they're enjoying it. They're they're going to check you out and stuff like that. Um, do you also? I know you review films, but do you also review uh, audio content? And I know that's that's a different. Uh, I know people people put out too much audio, but this particular right. project is a sketch comedy show that I have that I produce called Yesterday Night Tape. Okay. And it's on it's on hiatus, okay. but I'm bringing it back early 2022. Uh, and and with it being an audio sketch comedy show, it's not a bunch of dry vocals. It's like you know that old school uh, 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 the old school radio where you could hear they got the background noise and the and the door opens. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we have. Yeah, you know, we got, I got it. We we got to record it like that. I love that old school radio where they're describing the. the that, so that's, it's, we have a comedy of that, and I was I was wondering if you could just review maybe the first episode or something to check it out. Uh, and yeah. we're gonna re, we're rebooting it though, and I'm gonna have a different cast because uh, I'm, I'm working with a lot gotcha. of RCP people. You know, right? No, no. Trust me. Listen, listen. Listen. I can be one of those RCP people sometimes. So I know, I know how you know, <laughs> you know, we any any of us can tend to be, especially when it comes to our quote unquote art. Um, and I, you know, the, the biggest thing is, and I always tell people is like, look, um, I, like I said, the way that I, I view these things and the way that I kind of break things down in a way, uh, it's always in a way that could help a thing. Um, it's not just about bagging on something. Ah, oh, man, you know. And now, granted, our rating system, you know, uh, the other side, we got things that are fire or lit or, you know, saying the things that are trash. And there's variations of trash. And, you know, that's how, that can be sound, that sounds kind of harsh, but that's how, you know, we in our culture talk about these things, right? It's not even necessarily the negative stigma that people put on it, um, but that's just how we talk about things. You know, that's how we grew up talking about it. Ah, oh, man, that's trash, but, you know, and you keep it pushing. So, you know, it's uh, that's what makes it fun and, you know, for us and, you know, hopefully for other people as well. And, you know, like I said, I would be definitely willing to, you know, give my give my critique, uh, input, uh, all of those different things uh, to anybody, especially if I have the time to do it, you know. Um, I would love to do that, definitely. Because look, I look at a lot of things, like I said, I watch a lot. I watch documentaries. I watch comedies. I watch stand-ups. Um, like I said, we watch, we just watched the musical, like, I, you know, we, we, we watch a lot of different things and uh, at the end of the day, it's about the storytelling, you know, um, super big on that. So. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll definitely send you the, you know, Felicia Rivers, uh, stuff on Tubi, uh, to, you know, ch- you know, check that out. Cause he's, we're really trying to get some reviews for that. And, uh, the yesterday night tape, uh, podcast. You know, um, I got a lot of unreleased material, but we're not, I'm not going to bother you with that stuff. I'm just going to, you know, send you the link to the <laughs> yeah. you know, to the first episode, and you know, I know you're a busy man, and it is what it is. So I'm, you know, I just wanted to just to get a piece of what we're trying to do and see, you know, what we, what the, we did. That's the yeah. that's the burden of being a creator, right? Like I'm sure you probably like myself. I have uh, my iPhone is full of notes. Full, like just mm-hmm. full of notes, different folders for different stories, you know, variation, like it, all all the time, you know. Um, so, you know, I, trust me, I, I understand your plight. I, I got a whole bunch of things in, in that same way. Um, 
actually like working on reworking a manuscript that I had done before to submit. So on top of working with the business and doing all that. So I, look, I'm right there with you. I know how that goes. <laughs> like you're talking about ideas all day, all day. Well, I got this. Well, you got that. Well, I got this. I'm telling you, we can go back and forth because that's how it is with a lot of creators. I, I get that um, in a lot of rooms that I'm in uh, with people who are writing and things of that nature. We, that's just the energy that we have, right? Like, that's, you know, say like, when, like when you when you're and I and I say burdened with it because sometimes it's hard to turn off. Um, I know I know it is for me. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's hard. Like, ah, man, like shut that off for a second and just watch a thing or just do it. It's like, yeah, but my brain doesn't work that way. Um, it, it, it can be a burden at times, but it's it's a good burden to have because I like you never run out of ideas. Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. Definitely, thank you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. Um, we definitely okay. appreciate Absolutely. your time and being on. Um, I'm going to get JT to see if we got any last words. But before we even do that, I just want to ask the callers, one more, we'll ask the streamers one more time, do you guys want to jump in again? That number is 929-477-3872 if you're streaming from somewhere and you don't have the, you know, the number straight in front of you. Um, there's all kind of weird apps <laughs> that, you, that you can listen to things on I didn't even know about. Like, oh, Jay, man, I heard you show him the Bendoozle app. What the f- I've never heard of that. And be showing it to me and like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know. The Bendoozle. <laughs> yeah, these weird and, names. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, this it's something, you know, they give money, so I'm not even mad at them. You know, they, <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, yeah, and also, if you're streaming from your phone, just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, just press 1, and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and bring you on. And, you know, you can could, you could ask some questions right quick or just say, hey, nice show, you know. Well, all right. Well, if you wanna... Yeah, man. You guys are uh, going to check out Spider-Man. Anybody, I don't know if you guys are into that, that, that comes out this mm-hmm. week. So we'll be doing a review on that as well. So very highly anticipated. Uh, oh, yes, man. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm even more. You know what? Uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya are my favorite couple. Uh, oh, know, man. I'm shouting are, that aren't out. They're gorgeous. Aren't, aren't they they just, are they just a gorgeous little couple? Yes, they are. And another reason I'm shouting that out, too, because uh, Zendaya is taller than Tom Holland, and my girlfriend's taller than me, too. Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm a short guy. You know what? Like, I, I don't have that problem right now, but I, I love the way that he handles it. I mean, but you're Spider-Man, right? Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, you're taller than me, but I'm, I'm also Spider-Man. So who's winning exactly. here right now? But, yeah, that is great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, definitely check out the multi uh No Way Home with the Yeah, No Way Home, yep. Yeah. That's the Doctor Strange, Doctor yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, that'll be coming soon. But yeah, no, that's great, man. I said I um I definitely appreciate y'all, man, for being able to have this conversation and um, you know, it's definitely uh cathartic being able to get some of those entrepreneurial things, you know, off the chest a little bit and just kinda you can kind of breathe after that, like, ah, man, I was holding that in for a while. But, um, no, that's great. I really do appreciate that. 
Yes, definitely, definitely. Before we go, though, JT, you have any last words? Yeah, um, McKinley, man, it was, it was awesome, man, to spend these 90 minutes and just learning and get some real insight, man, on a couple of different topics. Um, wealth and knowledge, man. We had to extend the invitation for you to come over to Big Blue Radio, man. You know, rock out with us in 2022. Let's get an interview in with you and uh, explore the topics even more. But salute to what you're doing, man, and continued success, truly, man. I definitely appreciate that, and um, I'd be honored to, you know, be able to accept that invite. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, McKinley. And is there any more, any last words you want to leave us with? Anything? Any plugs? Shout outs? Uh, last, you know, um, anything you want to tell, anything. Absolutely. Um, first, of, first and foremost, thank you uh, to both of you gentlemen. I do really appreciate it. Uh, thank you to Z, uh, SEO Queen, that is the homie, and uh, someone who's definitely helping me out in our business quite a bit. Um, it's very good to have her on my side. And uh, just, of course, shout out to the rest of my crew, uh, if I'm being honest, crew. Uh, obviously, we're all here working hard doing that. And make sure anyone out there who's listening um, likes what they heard. Of course, you can go check out our podcast by the time being honest on whatever you're streaming on, Vin Doozle, Kafloodle, you know, Cornflakes, whatever. It's out there. Yeah. You can go check it out. Um, and, of course, please go check out our website, iibeinghonest.com. That's two I's, iibeinghonest.com. We have merchandise on there, um, like funny, quotable shirts and uh, different hoodies and things like that is coming out. And, of course, all of our blogs, um, all of our reviews, uh, and all the different social media platforms, all right there in that hub. So, please, uh, we would definitely love to go check that out. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, thank you. Definitely welcome to uh, Blacktopia. And um, let's, we're going to yes, definitely sir. keep these discussions going. It was an honor and pleasure to have you, McKinley. And uh, you guys don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night. <laughs> we appreciate you. Take care. Oh, yeah.